Blog Talk Radio. Today, here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Thanks, Scott. This is Mike Roth. I'm here today with Don Keller and Jane Burkett, and we're going to be talking about Cincinnati Rotary and the Cincinnati Rotary Foundation. We're going to begin in a uh, in a couple of minutes, and before we actually get into the show, I'd like to tell everyone who's going to be coming up next on our uh, our show. Next Thursday, we're going to have real estate developer and uh, builder John Westheimer. Uh, he's going to be talking about co- construction in the Cincinnati marketplace. The, uh, a week from today, we're going to have Tim Reddick from Intrust. That's an IT company. He's going to talk about how to build an IT company or how he built his IT company here in Cincinnati over the last few years. And the following Thursday, the 16th of August, we're going to have Ryan Kiefer from Prime Lending. They're an independent uh, third-party mortgage company. And Ryan is going to tell people what you need to know about getting a mortgage or a refinance in this marketplace at the best possible rates. And the last person that I'll tell you is coming up is uh, Craig Roberts, who is a expert in Cincinnati commercial real estate. He's a owns a real estate uh, commercial real estate brokerage company, and his business takes into six or seven parts. And we're going to talk about. Uh, some of the aspects of the commercial real estate marketplace. Okay, let's introduce uh, Don Keller first. Don is currently our sitting Cincinnati Rotary president since July 1st. And in his real work life, uh, Don is the president and chief investment officer of Haber Investment Advisors. And he's been there since 2003. Uh, Don is responsible for the management of over $700 million in client assets. He manages SEC registered mutual fund with a hedge fund strategy and a member of the uh, compliance committee. Don actually writes all market-related client communications. Before that, he worked for about 20 years at U.S. Bank, where he uh, was the senior vice president for investments. He led the he was the lead manager for the large cap equity and SEC registered mutual funds. He was the chief investment officer for uh, three years, from 98 to 2001. And he led the uh, staff of uh, portfolio managers and wealth management group. Uh, Don is involved not only in the Rotary Club, but the Rotary Foundation as a trustee. And he's a senior, he's part of Senior Care Corp as a board member, which is uh, Bailey Place. Don, where where is Bailey Place? Uh, it's over in Delhi. It's right across from the College of Mount St. Joseph. Ah, okay. I don't get over that side of town very often. And uh, he's 
on the uh, finance committee over at the Athenaeum of uh, Cincinnati. That's that place over on Beachmont, isn't it? Yes, the Athenaeum, correct. Athenaeum, okay. Uh, and let's talk for a second about uh, Jane Burkett. Again, Jane, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Mike, for including me. Uh, Jane is currently the executive vice president and partner of, I'm going to butcher the name here, Hulkill. Hugo Hazlitt Harrington Insurance Agency. Good. I'm glad you said that, not me. Uh, Jane joined that company as an independent agent in uh, 1993, and uh, the company or the agency currently has revenues of over $4.5 million, 30 employees, and serves mainly uh, corporate clients and their employees with complete insurance packages. She does commercial lines as well as uh, benefits, including life and health and uh, personal lines. Jane is one of the four shareholders in the firm. Uh, we're going to talk about insurance, Jane. I'd ask you more about the show. Uh, Jane completed the management training program with uh, Safeco Insurance in Los Angeles, and she moved to Cincinnati in 1978. Um, She's chartered uh, un underwriter, born in Terre Haute, Indiana. Jane was raised in Louisville. So can you do a, a real good uh, southern accent, Jane? I I can, but I worked hard to get rid of it. But it is not Louisville. It is Louisville. Thank you. I, I never get that right. In fact, I'm going back to New York to get my 33rd accent improved next week. So I can talk to New Yorkers <laughs> in the correct way. Jane lives in Indian Hill with her uh, wonder dog, Tuck, and two cats. Uh, Jane, how long have you been a, a member of the Rotary Foundation and, and Rotary Club of Cincinnati? This is my 10th anniversary, and I've loved every day of it. That's great. And, Don, how long have you been a member of Rotary? I've been a member of Rotary for just about six years now. Okay, that's good. And, uh, Don, I think I'm going to uh, start with you and ask you to explain to our audience who may not be familiar with Rotary uh, what Rotary does and what kind of a worldwide organization Rotary is. Sure. Thanks, Mike. Um, the Rotary Club of Cincinnati, we are a organization that has slightly over 300 members. The club is over 100 years old now. We celebrated our centennial back in 2010. And really, Rotary is primarily a service organization. Um, the motto for Rotary is service above self. And we really ask that all Rotarians be involved in some sort of service project, which uh, we offer to them um, during their during their time with Rotary. And hopefully, for most people, it's a, a constant part of what they do. Um, but beyond service, it's also, obviously, when you get a, a group of 300 people together, it's, it's also a great networking organization. Uh, so there is a great opportunity to talk about business with other people in the in the organization. Uh, it is also, uh, again, when you have 300 people, a great opportunity for fellowship. Uh, we have a, a lot of people who really have just become great friends inside and outside of Rotary. Fellowship, uh, we have a weekly meeting every Thursday at noon, uh, generally downtown at the Netherland Hilton. And we have just tremendous speakers that come in every Thursday. So it's also a great opportunity to learn because um, these are speakers who can be local or national or even international in scope. Um, we've had uh, congressmen and senators uh, who have made presentations uh, and governors 
uh, as well as local um, and international business leaders, um, arts, um, arts and um, individuals, sports individuals, so a wide range and variety of, of speakers who come in every Thursday. Can you give examples of people's names who've been uh, been speakers in the past? Sure. Um, you know, just uh, last year we had Governor John Kasich uh, spoke to the organization. Um, we've had uh, just recently Paul Doherty and Dave Lapham, if you want to talk on the sports side. Uh, just a couple weeks ago we had Sister Jean Bissett, who is, is the uh, president of DePaul Cristo Rey, which is a new high school here in Cincinnati. Uh, last or a couple weeks ago, we also had Laura Bruner, um, who who gave a great talk um, regarding the Port Authority of Cincinnati. So again, it's a wide range and a wide variety of of speakers. So I think Rotary encompasses all of those things um, from a local perspective. And like I said, we're 300 members. But then, if you want to go beyond that, um, Rotary is an international organization that was started by Paul Harris, and um, again over 100 years ago. And there are currently um, about 1.2 million members of Rotary worldwide in about 34,000 clubs. So you can see how, how this has taken off and grown and truly does have an international feel and flavor to it. And that's the important part, again, because all of this is built around service. And if you talk about service, the main uh, service from our club's perspective, although we do a lot of things, our, our main focus really is children with special needs. Uh, that's the the main thing that we really work on. We are we own uh, Camp Allen, which is out in Claremont County, and we lease that to Stepping Stones um, on a long-term lease. And it's a great place for uh, children with with special needs to enjoy an outside camp type experience. There's lakes there for fishing and boating and swimming, uh, educational aspects. Uh, weekend respite, just all types of care. That's our main focus, but we do a whole lot of other projects uh, locally, um, and that's one of the things that we really need to work on is continuing to get that word out there of all the things we do. Rotary International, on the other on the other hand, its primary focus over the years really has been the eradication of polio throughout the world. Uh, it's done just a tremendous job in that. Polio is now down to really only being endemic in three countries. That would be Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Nigeria. And uh, we recently, India, was just taken off of that list. So a lot of progress has been made when you think about it back over the last 40 or 50 years and what a serious um, disease or illness polio was and how many children were crippled or even died. And, and that is no longer the case because of the work of Rotary and, and, and other organizations. But Rotary has certainly been out in front in, in working to eradicate polio. So that's really the larger organization, um, and again, we're part of that large, larger organization, again, with the whole focus being that motto of service above self. So, uh, Don, if someone listening to the show wanted to get more information about the Rotary Club of Cincinnati, who would they call? How would they get that information? Uh, the best place to call, really, is our Rotary office, which is in downtown Cincinnati, and that phone number is 513 421 1080 and you could ask uh the uh our our assistant there christy or the executive director linda um, for information and they can send information out to you or they can get you have the right person within our rotary organization contact you so that would be the best way great and don and jane you you have agreed to uh talk to callers if anyone wants to call in today yes so, so it, listeners if you uh have a question for 
Don or Jane about Rotary, our call-in number today is 646-595-4916. That was 646-595-4916. We'll be able to uh, talk to you and and put your call into queue during the commercial breaks, which I think will take a, a short commercial break now. And if you have a question for Jane or Don, feel free to uh, call in. Why do some business owners make lots of money while others endure years of mediocrity? Is it really the economy, the market, the weather, the competition? No. These are all called excuses which are always plentiful. Hi, I'm Mike Roth, founder of Roth & Associates. I'm the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. As a business owner or part of a team, are you accepting excuses from your sales team because you make them yourself? Business winners succeed in spite of this trash. Business winners invest in themselves and their people. For over 15 years, we've been coaching, training, and challenging professionals who are 100% committed to long-term sales growth and profitability, no matter what it takes. If you're deadly serious about increasing your sales, call me at 513-646-6523. I'm the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. To find out how Sandler training can make you better, faster, and stronger, call 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth. Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. Many salespeople tell us business was really easy. They likened it to gathering fruit in an orchard full of ripe trees. They gathered the low-hanging fruit. They had to get baskets to pick up the fruit that was already fallen. They never had to climb a tree. They worked this way for 10 or 15 years. Given the strong economy, this was no problem. What are you hearing now? The economy has slowed down. Salespeople are competing on price. There's still business now, but salespeople have to work harder. The fruit has not fallen from the tree, and there's no low-hanging fruit. The fruit is there, but it's higher up in the tree. The problem is their salespeople have forgotten how to climb. Do your salespeople know how to climb? If you or your team needs to learn how to climb through and up out of tough economic times, call me, Mike Roth, at 513-646-6523, or check our website at rothconsulting.net. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with Don and Jane. Jane, why don't you tell the folks a little bit about the Cincinnati Rotary Foundation, because a lot of people get confused between the club and the foundation. What, what is the purpose of the foundation? Thank you, Mike. Our foundation is an arm of the Cincinnati Rotary Club. The foundation was founded in about 1973. Al Fisk, who was a great Rotarian, had no children, no family, no heirs. He died and left his entire estate to Rotary. We didn't know quite what to do, so we set up a foundation, and we then have worked the foundation and built it to about six and a half to seven million dollars. Every year we have a service project that's foundation-oriented, which then we take our foundation money and we give that money away out to people in need. We call them, basically, our need is based on children with uh, disabilities. However, we have broadened that scope to include people in distress, basic people that need help. So if it fits our um, our 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 program, then we will make a donation if it's asked for. 
we recently, in June, did a our annual fundraiser, which is called Believe to Achieve, where we donated over $50,000 to autism, to Down syndrome, and to Stepping Stones, which is part of our Camp Allen, which we own and, is, as Don said, managed by Stepping Stones Center. It is out in Terrace Park. I was very fortunate enough to be introduced to Stepping Stones as a result of Rotary. I was asked to join the Stepping Stones board as a Rotary consultant, which I was very proud to do as a foundation board member. And I have continued to serve on the Stepping Stones board as well in order to manage Rotary's gift to Stepping Stones via Camp Allen. Thanks, Jane. Jane, maybe you can tell the folks some of the uh, major projects uh, that the Cincinnati Rotary Foundation has uh, brought to Cincinnati over the past few years. Well, Mike, we um, raised about $350,000 in about 2002 for the infrared cameras for the Cincinnati Fire Department. Now that's a that, fantastic project. That was a wonderful project. In about 2004, oh, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't think that far back. I'm getting old. Um, in 2007, we raised over a half million dollars to build the Miracle League baseball field, which is a handicapped field for kids and it was built at the Dunham Recreation Park over on the west side in Cincinnati through in conjunction with the Cincinnati or the uh, Cincinnati Reds Foundation. And that is a very active uh, field which is used every day by young people with and old people with disabilities. Uh, and then we've also have the belief to achieve We've raised uh, money for, uh, I'm sorry. Wasn't there a treehouse, a wheelchair-accessible treehouse? We built that treehouse over in Mount Airy Forest in 2008, and it is still very, very popular, and we've done, we did that. Okay. Uh, Don, in, in terms of uh, Rotary uh, here in the uh, greater Cincinnati area, uh, how many Rotary clubs are there? I think, Mike, we're part of what's District 6670, which encompasses really the southwestern part of Ohio. There's slightly in excess of 50 clubs in, in, this, in that area. Uh, but then, you know, we think about the greater Cincinnati area, area obviously it goes beyond that because they're also – Clubs over in northern Kentucky, um, several clubs. So it's it's uh, there's a lot of opportunities for people who want to become a member of Rotary to find a club that is near to them or that fits their own schedule. Again, as I said, we meet every Thursday at noon, but there are breakfast clubs, there are lunch clubs, there are dinner clubs, um, and again, all in different areas. And there's vastly different sizes of clubs, and that's also important. Because as I said before, we have a we are a club 
that has over 300 members. And when you have over 300 members and, and at that size, a club takes on a certain dynamic versus there are other clubs that are 20, 25, 30, 35 members. And therefore, those also take on a different dynamic. So it really depends on what you as an individual might be looking for. So it's, 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 there's opportunities based upon time frame, location, but also that club size and, and how that club operates, um, which gives a, a, a different feel. And that can work for uh, really just about anybody. But again, I think the the key to all of this, Mike, is the fact that again we talk about that service above self. And when you go into any of these clubs, they all have that service um, focus in everything that they do, and do a lot of projects that again are designed to really benefit uh, their local community and and local residents. So that's that's really important to keep in mind. It is, except our Rotary Club that meets downtown is the probably one of the few of the 50 clubs that has a foundation. And because of our foundation, we have the, the ability to really see how our money works locally, which is one of our primary goals, is to keep that foundation so that we can use that money and actually see it physically help others. Good. Uh, here in uh, in Cincinnati, as we're talking to uh, business people, uh, Don, why should a business person who's never been associated with a Rotary Club, you know, and that was me about 15 years ago, uh, consider uh, spending their time, effort, and money to be a member of Rotary? Again, Mike, I think there's there's several aspects to that. Number one, Again, I keep hearkening back to service, but but obviously that's that's very critical. It's again why the why the club exists. Um, and again, I know we we talk about the fact that we meet every Thursday, and people may look at this and say, "Wow, there's a there's a lunch club with interesting speakers." And and again, that's certainly part of it. But again, we want people who are coming into the club who have service in their heart and and service and you know some kind of fire in their in their belly to do service. So that's part of it. Is number one is you can get connected with an, with a club or an organization that has service um, as, as being a big part of it. And your small contribution gets magnified by having 300 other people who are working on a project. But also from a... Uh, John, just, Don, just in this week, there have been two things. There's been the, the Camp Allen balloon rides for the uh, campers. Right. Where we take hot air balloons out. Correct. And, Tell the folks about the project that's going to happen tomorrow on Saturday. Yes, tomorrow is well, two things. Mike said, number one, one of the things that we do is is in the summer is we offer balloon rides out of Camp Allen for children with disabilities, and it's a it's a really fun opportunity to to see both children and actually adults with with special needs um, get to go up in a hot air balloon and uh, watching the expression on their faces is just uh, very very neat. Um, it's heartwarming. Um, but tomorrow, one of the things we have now is what we call our hands-on service projects. That we're doing basically one of these every month. And tomorrow, we are painting um, hallways at uh, St. Pius Place, which is a low-income senior um, facility that's run by the Episcopal Retirement Home. So we are going down there tomorrow morning to uh, to paint the hallways. And uh, again, just 
hopefully brighten and freshen the place up. And again, that's part of what we try to do. So, you know, back to your original question, that's a big part of it is service. But I think also if you said, why as a business person should I join? Uh, back to one of the things I talked about earlier was that networking opportunity. Again, that's part of the club is networking. So when you get 300 people who are business leaders um, together in a room, it, it gives you that opportunity to talk with other people and, and share business opportunities. Karen, I've been dying to hog this microphone. Um, I also want to mention that Rotary is very family and social oriented. We love to get together as Rotarians with our families, with our spouses. We have a TGI Friday uh, a party maybe once a month. We, we really enjoy each other's co- company socially. We also do a lot of the the events that we do are very family-oriented, and, and we make it fun for all. So you were talking about the uh, Rotary After Hours, and we're going to have to get back to uh, more of that uh, in the next segment. Again, I want to remind people if they want to call in, uh, the lines are open to 646-595-4916. And uh, if anyone's worried, that's not an international call. That's kind of a call to Los Angeles where the the phone bridge is. Uh, let's take a another short break, and we're going to be back in about uh, two minutes. We're going to listen to a San Rule, San Rule number nineteen. Hi, I'm George Donovan with Sandler Training. I'm here to talk to you about rule number 19, never help the prospect end the interview. We've all been on sales calls where it's been uncomfortable and the prospect's acting uninterested or maybe even a little bit hostile. Your inclination is to close your portfolio, get up and walk out, but don't. This rule calls for you to hang in there. Ask the question that gets the issue on the table. Chances are it's not you. Maybe it's your company's past performance that's the problem, or perhaps another company that sells similar products or services. Or maybe it's another salesperson that has nothing to do with you or your company, but you'll never know unless you ask. So it sounds something like this. Let's suppose your prospect's name was Bill. You'd say, Bill, you seem a little bit skeptical. Is there something that I've said or done that's made you feel this way? And if it is, could we talk about it? Or maybe you say, Bill, I sense that there's a problem. Would it be okay if we talked about that for a minute? So the important part is that you ask. It takes the pressure off of you, and it helps the prospect work through the issue so you can get by it and get back to the interview. So the next time you're on an uncomfortable sales call, don't bail. Hang in there and remember rule number 19. Never help the prospect end the interview. Okay, I'm, this is Mike Roth. I'm back with uh, Don and Jane. I wanted to, before we take any callers, I, I wanted to ask Don and Jane if they would tell our listeners about the the difference between our uh, Rotary Club and some of the other 
networking only clubs in town, like uh, just to drop names, BNI or TBN. I think, Mike, again, the, the main, not totally familiar with every organization, obviously, but again, I think what our club offers is that service opportunity. I think that, again, I, I keep harkening, you know, harkening back to that, but that's really, really critical. Um, number two, I think, is the size of our club. There's not many clubs out there that have 300 members within one club. So again, when you, when you talk about what are the opportunities for networking, uh, fellowship, socializing, uh, those are all tremendous opportunities within our club that I don't think other clubs offer. Plus, we are a club really of business and, and, and industry leaders, people who are, who are making decisions on a day-to-day basis or have in the past. And, uh, you know, so you're, you're in with, I think, a group of like-minded individuals from that perspective. I think it's uh, business leaders and the dual functionality of the club where we do service as well as meet every week for lunch, okay? But in addition, we all really become good, good friends. And that's so important. I have been in BNI and some of the other organizations and have participated. And being um, and the, the bond with Rotary is very strong. Okay, I see we have a caller coming in, and uh, let's see if we can bring him in. Hello? Hello. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is uh, John from Cincinnati, and I'm hearing about this. Rotary sounds exciting. Are there special qualifications to join or participate, and what's the process if if you do meet the qualifications? Thanks, John. And uh, Don, will you answer that question for him? Sure. Thanks, John, for that question. Really, as I, as I was just saying before, uh, main qualifications are that you are in a business where you are either in, in a managerial position or some position where you are making decisions to um, further that business as, as in the terms from its operational perspective. So you have to, again, I say you have to have some sort of managerial or, or decision-making responsibility within that company. Uh, that's the, the primary criteria. But then from there, once you once you come to the organization and, and say you're interested in typically that happens in one of two ways. Either a member has asked someone to, to come and, and, and look into the club or people hear about the club and, and just call up and, and ask for more information. Uh, then what we always invite you to do really is, is come to a couple meetings, see how the club operates, come to the lunch, hear the speakers meet with other people within the organization, and I think that's really important because that helps you to see the, the camaraderie and the, and the friendship and the social aspect of the club, but it also gives you an opportunity to hear about uh, some of the projects that we're working on and, again, get a feel for the, for the service aspect. Uh, then if you decide that uh, you are interested in joining, there is an, uh, there is an initiation fee, and then you go to uh, really what's called our classification committee, and the uh, classification committee will really kind of ask, why do you want to become a Rotarian? And again, the, the, the primary focus of that is to make sure that really you have some acumen um, or desire to to be involved in service projects. Because again, that's what we're there for. So it's not, gee, I'm coming here because of the, the networking opportunity. We all know that that's part of it. But we want to make sure that you also have that desire to really join us in, in service. So we're going to ask questions about that. And uh, once that occurs, then it's a pretty quick process. It just gets uh, the club members get notified. Then you are accepted into the club. 
So it's a, it's really a pretty simple process. Um, but what we really want is for you to come and kind of touch it and feel it first and make sure that the club is right for you. It doesn't do either of us any good for somebody to join and then go, gosh, this isn't really what I thought it was. So come and take a test drive and uh, and make sure you like it, and then uh, we'd love to have have you as a new member. John, have we answered the question? Yeah. Do you Well, do you just show up at a meeting? I mean, <laughs> or... Yeah, I you can do that, but uh, really the best way is, like I said before, is to, is to contact the office at uh, 513-421-1080. You know, they will send you out some information, but then also have somebody really from our membership development committee who will call you, you know, bring you to the meetings if you're not coming in, you know, cold, cold or flying solo. Right. Somebody there will meet you and, and kind of walk you through and introduce you to people. Right. And make sure you park in the right place so it's only $3 in parking downtown. We have that special arrangement. And, John, you can go on online to uh, org. You can also find us on Facebook, and you'll see a lot of the opportunities that we have right there. Right. Oh, fantastic. Right. Okay, thank you. That's a big help. That sounds like a great opportunity. Thanks a lot, John. Okay, bye. Soon, John. Thank you. Okay, Don, maybe you can tell uh, our listeners how the Cincinnati Rotary Club fits into the, uh, the the family of Rotary of Rotary International. These thirty-two thousand clubs, and uh, maybe the talk a little bit about the signature project that Rotary has had for the past 15 years or so. Okay, sure, Mike. Uh, as I said before, um, Rotary started in Chicago over 100 years ago, and we are actually club number 17. So we're the 17th uh, oldest club in, in, the, Rotary, in the Rotary family. Um, and as I said, there are 33,000 or 34,000 clubs worldwide. And really, Rotary is broken down into zones and districts. I don't want to get into, into all of that. Um, but we're, so we fit in, like I said, we're in, in district 6670 with about 50 other clubs that are in the Southwest Ohio area. And we do, uh, work with the other clubs in our, in our area, sometimes on projects. Um, we did a project several years ago, um, called Maji, Missouri, where we worked to, to build a, a health clinic, um, over in, in Maji, Missouri, over in, in, uh, Kenya. And that was done in conjunction with the uh, Rotary Club of Dayton. So from that perspective, we do a lot of things on our own, but we also coordinate in terms of doing projects um, that are maybe too big for one club on their own, but we can coordinate efforts and work together to do some of those projects. And that's uh, so that's kind of how that, that aspect of it fits in. And then, as I said before, Rotary International really has uh, – it's the signature project I said before really has been the eradication of polio throughout the world. And, and uh, you maybe have seen billboards or signs. Um, there's been a great ad campaign that uh, had Francisco Cordero in it that uh, shows him standing there with his fingers uh, about an inch apart, his thumb and his forefinger, saying we're this close uh, to, the, to the eradication of polio. And as I said before, we're down to three countries, Pakistan, Afghanistan, Nigeria, where there's still um, and any cases of, uh, of of new polio. So that project has been a huge success. And now the real thing from Rotary International's perspective is 
as they as they work to finish that project is where do we turn next? And I think there's been a huge emphasis, particularly on clean water uh, throughout the world. And I think that's where, you know, my view is that that's where Rotary International is going to go next is how do we clean get clean drinking water to so many people who are, you know, living in this in this world that are that are drinking from, you know, basically out of sewage, um, and and then all the diseases that come from from drinking that unclean water. Uh, that I think is where we're going to see Rotary International work next. Whereas from our perspective, you know, it's going to continue to be on 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 children with special needs, and uh, how can we help them help them to achieve their dreams and make their lives better? Good, Jane. You want to say anything about how? Uh, our Rotary Club fits into the world picture. I do. Um, one other thing, in the in addition, you know, we are so in tune with the uh, with our international that every week we make a donation on behalf of our speaker to our international foundation in order to um, eradicate polio. And so every single week we do that. We have a an, a an award called the Paul Harris Award. It is an international award that's given out to anyone in our organization that, that donates a certain amount of money to help eradicate polio. And Paul Harris was our founder, Rotary founder. So we give out a, a beautiful pin and a beautiful, beautiful uh, framed um, uh recognition of of uh, being a, a Paul Harris member and we print it and everyone is encouraged to participate. So we do several things that that are in are in conjunction with our with our international Cincinnati International Organization. Thanks Jane. So Don, wait the way you said it, the Cincinnati Rotary Club downtown is in fact looking for new members. Oh, I, I, absolutely, Mike. That's uh, again, we can't we can't do anything without without uh, without new members um, because the uh, new members do two things. Number one, again, is many hands help to make a a project easier, and uh, just like tomorrow's painting project, or or gee, a, a better example is, is last last year, two years ago. Now we built a a dock out at Camp Allen. Um, well, that was a wheelchair accessible right. dock so that uh, Camp Allen campers could get into a rowboat uh, from the wheelchair. That's correct. And that that before was a, was a severe was limit, fish too. a severe limitation um, that that prevented many children from really enjoying the the, uh, the the lake. So now we went out there and and I don't know there were probably fifty or sixty Rotarians there that day. Uh, building this dock, uh, which is uh, probably uh, I'm probably bad with size here, maybe 40 or 50 feet long and and 10 to 15 feet wide, um, that was uh, all designed by Rotarians um, and and all of the finished work was done by Rotarians, along with just all the other work that needed to be done to to make the grounds to make that area accessible to to children in in a wheelchair. And that's uh, so having new members helps from that perspective, but it also helps in terms of new members bring new energy and new ideas to the club, and that's really important also. New energy and new ideas, that's extremely important. One of the things about just about the dock 
and that this is just an, an example. When we built the dock, every single we used all Rotarian people to design it. And these are people that do everything. I mean, this is their job that they do and charge millions, hundreds of dollars to do this. But everyone did it pro bono for the for the goodness of Rotary and the success of our Camp Allen. That is Rotary. No, thank you, Jane. Uh, the the dock project. Actually, I think we built two docks out there. Uh, we built first a wheelchair accessible dock at one lake so that the campers could fish uh, from their wheelchairs. And uh, a couple of years later, we we built the second dock for fishing and boating uh, with a, uh, a an ability to get the wheelchair person into a boat, uh, which was really quite unique and a hell of a good thing to build. Uh, Don, how many new members do you think uh, you'd like to see join the Rotary Club in the next 12 months? And Rotary is open to both men and women. That's uh, correct. That's correct, Mike. Um, actually, uh, now that you said that, that's really interesting to note that actually it's been 25 years ago this year that uh, Rotary opened up to women. So that's uh, that's fantastic. And uh, actually, we had a presentation yesterday at our meeting from our district governor who talked about uh, one club that is actually more has more women than men in it. So that's uh, that's fantastic. So yes, we are open to uh, to both men and and to women. You know, realistically, um, we lose between five and ten percent of our membership each year. Um, some because of, of of illnesses or 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 and and life issues. Um, but certainly because of the economic environment today, a lot of people are moving for, for job purposes. Um, so we really need 30 new members just to break even, um, but we'd love to see 40 to 50 new members every year, and that way we get this club growing. And, again, once we, you know, as we continue to grow, that just means so much more in terms of opportunities for service that we can provide out in the community, and that's uh, that's really what we're trying to do and what it's all about. And so 50 new members would be outstanding over the next year. So all a listener has to do really is call the Rotary office at 513-421-1080. And, and say they're interested in joining Rotary. The uh, club secretary will put them in touch with a member, tell them where the Rotary meeting is of the week. Usually it's the Hall of Mirrors and the hotel downtown. And uh, we can see them there. Correct. Good. Let's take a... Uh, a short break, and again, if you wanted to call in, you can call in at 646-595-4916. This message is short and to the point. In business, you don't get paid for what you know, you get paid for what you sell. Yet many salespeople leave their skills to chance. They often think, let me think it over. They write proposals that go nowhere. They lower their price to get the order. They wind up chasing prospects through the voicemail maze. It doesn't have to be that way. The best salespeople were not born great. They learned it. I'm Mike Roth of Roth & Associates. We're famous for our expensive, difficult sales training. We're not for everyone. We build the best sales prospectors and sales negotiators on the planet. Are you in sales? Are you ready to get deadly serious about your career that feeds your family? Are you ready to make a change? Call me, Mike Roth, at 513 646 65 Two, three. 
Sandler's most experienced trainer in Cincinnati, 646-6523. This is Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. At the first sign of trouble, there are three types of business leader. The first type of leader is like a turtle. He pulls his head and tail in and hides in his shell. Turtles hunker down, just trying to survive. The second type of leader is an opportunist. They're like eagles. Eagles spread their wings and take advantage of the winds. They catch the storm wind and rise to new heights. The third group, between turtles and eagles, are called turkeys. Turkeys are average and anxious. They huddle together and move. They never saw. However, turkeys are easy prey for those who seize the opportunity and soar. If someone in your industry goes out of business, are you going to get the business? The question is, which type of leader are you? Will you seize the opportunities to take market share and grow, or will your fate be like the turkeys? If you're serious about growth, call me to arrange a confidential meeting, 513-646-6523, or check our website at rothconsulting.net. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with Jane Burkett and Don Keller. We've talked about people who can be qualified to be Rotary members and what the process might look like, Don. Why don't we uh, remind people when the, the downtown Rotary Club meets? Sure, Mike. Again, the uh, Rotary Club Cincinnati, which is the downtown Rotary Club, meets on Thursdays at noon, usually in the Netherlands Hilton in the Hall of Mirrors. Meetings, generally people come around noon. Um, we have lunch. Meeting starts at 12.30 prompt and ends at 1.30 prompt. And I think that's important that people know that, that this is not something that's going to drag on and drag on. It will end at 1.30 prompt. Yes, they ring a nice bell. There's a nice bell. It never goes over, and the speaker knows their time is up. You know, Don, uh, it's interesting because I I make it a habit of showing up at a quarter to 12, so I get plenty of time to network and meet and talk to people about the projects that are going on and some of the things of of interest. Uh, And I think, again, that's an important part, too, also, Mike, again, as we talked about before, is is it is, I say, a service club, but networking and, and fellowship and socializing is important. And like I say, as you said, you get there about quarter to 12. There's a lot of people kind of come in that quarter to 12 to 12 o'clock time frame, and it's not unusual to see 50 or 60 people standing out in the uh, foyer uh, talking and, and laughing and just sharing what's what's gone on in the past week. And I think, uh, again, our, our attendance at uh, most of our meetings is around 150 people. So about half of the people are there. Um, on, on a weekly basis, and you know that's uh, so. There's a, a good opportunity, as, as Jane alluded to before, to really develop great friendships, and uh, you know that's that's the that's an important part of it. And we have a lot of fun. Um, Jane talked about Rotary after hours. She we have a bowling league that bowls 26 weeks a year, and that's a uh, on Wednesday nights, and that's a great great fun opportunity. So there's just a lot of things that. That go beyond the uh, service side. I'm interrupting only to tell you that our bowling league has a waiting list. We have a waiting list this year. Sure, we're always looking for more bowlers, though. So again, it's a great opportunity to get together. Oh yeah, I I, I participated for many years as a, as a rotary bowler. I may be the world's worst bowler. Yeah, that's always key. There's no no bowling skill required, believe me. <laughs> yes, everything is on a handicap basis. <laughs> that's right. And everybody needs it, so. <laughs> yes, and as a bowler, you might be handicapped like me, so. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's a fun group of people. And one of the things that uh, you find is that as you get to know more people, uh, it gets to be more fun, and you make good friends. Uh, it's a, a, a wonderful organization. 
you know, I just would like to mention, speaking of um, of making friends and doing fun things, what we had, of course, had the um, choir games here, and during the week of the choir games, we had a performance by the Venezuelan young people, and it was and it was just a special performance for our Rotary Club, and it was just marvelous. And uh, just talking about fun things, uh, Rotary Club has a golf outing? Yes, they do. They have an annual golf outing, that's correct. And what about that uh, day at the races thing? Also, I have a day at the races where a group, uh, usually about 40 Rotarians, uh, goes down to uh, to Churchill Downs. Uh, sits on Millionaire's Row. It's hosted by the Louisville Rotary Club, and uh, they have a great lunch and uh, spend a day at the races and a uh, great bus ride down and back. And uh, never participated in that, but I understand there's a lot of uh, frivolity and good times that happen on that bus trip. Yes, I understand it's adult beverages. <laughs> uh, Don, I thought I saw your picture uh, at the Dayton Dragons game. Yes. A few weeks ago, we, uh, with the district, actually, had an event up at the Dayton Dragons game, which was a Great opportunity from for a socializing standpoint, but also to raise money for Rotary International in, in helping to again eradicate polio. So, part of the money that was raised that night will go to RI to to work to eliminate polio and help close that gap. As I said before, we're we're this close, but uh, we need to finish that off and uh, and move on to a to another project. Yeah, and the uh, polio. Uh Drive has been supported by the Bill Gates and Melinda Gates Foundation. That's correct. They've been a huge supporter also and have, have certainly uh, issued challenge grants that uh, that Rotary has met. And uh, that's been, again, a huge, huge surge, a huge plus in, in getting that accomplished. We're talking about uh, $250 to $350 million. $350 million matching, yes. And, and Ford Foundation also had some matching grants. That's correct. That's so correct. an expensive project, but Rotary's been... Clearly out in front of that for a long time. Oh, a wonderful project, and uh, our club in Cincinnati has uh, definitely made some positive contributions. Uh, Jane, you, you wanted to say something earlier uh, during one of the commercials. One of the things we were talking about earlier was 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 service projects, and we talked a lot about Camp Allen, but and and balloon rides. But there's a lot of other things we do, and I think one of our signature events that's been going on for I believe now over 50 years has been the holiday party out at Condon School out in Roselawn. And, Some and people may not know what Condon School means. Condon School is a is a school for children with special needs. Um, could be emotional or physical uh, needs. Uh, and we go out there every year for a holiday party in, in December. And it's just a most heartwarming thing. Rotarians buy a, a present for each child that is at that party. We have one of the Rotarians comes in as, as Santa Claus and Santa's helper to deliver the gifts. Uh, Rotarians lead a, a sing-along um, because of our relationship through with uh, Owen Rassman, who's one of our members, who is also very, very involved with the uh, Reds Community Foundation. He's done a great job of always getting, like, Gapper and and uh, and Rosie Red out there, which is, which is really neat for the kids. Uh, we've had a great relationship with the zoo, and they will usually bring out uh, animals for the for the children to touch and see. So it's just a great um, that's a, just a great event. It's really heartwarming. Again, it's one of those events where we probably have, gosh, I don't know, sixty or seventy Rotarians that show up in the middle of the day, middle of a work day, 
to come out and, and spend time with the kids. They play games with the kids, help them open their presents, help them put toys together, play with them when they get them. It's just, and, you know, and then we have cake and ice cream. It's it's just a really Cincinnati fun. Zoo usually participates yeah. and brings some animals down. That's correct. And in addition, we paint their faces. They like to have the, the children love to have their faces painted. The the whole um, Christmas party began years and years ago when when our Cincinnati Rotary Club built the Condon School. It was a private school at the time. We built it for children with disabilities. Now it is a public school where children with disabilities go or with special needs do go. And it is still a public, it's a pu- become a public school, but Rotary still plays a very significant part. So that's one of our one of our signature projects. Um, but we also have another one that Jane wanted to talk about. Oh. I wanted to mention uh, at, that um, our Camp Allen being managed and being a part of Stepping Stone Center, which is also for people with special needs. And I say people because we have adults as well as children all with special needs, a lot of autistic children, Downs children, but young but young adults and older adults with with special needs. Uh, Stepping Stones has their annual fundraiser on September the 8th. It's called Bloom. We want every child to bloom, every person to bloom. It's on September 8th. It's at the home in Indian Hill of the Brenda Moores. And it, uh, the cost per person is $125, but it's a fabulous affair. They have a silent auction. They've got wonderful dinner, and it's, it's, a, it's a great event, and it earns money. Their annual fee or their annual, a lot of part of their annual um, um, expenses are raised at this event. So, Jane, if someone wants information about this Loom event, Coming up on September 9th? September 8th. It's a Saturday. A Saturday. Uh, who do they call? How do they find out they on can, the web? They can contact Stepping Stone Center, www.steppingstonecenter.org, or info at steppingstonecenter.org. Thanks. In the uh, couple of minutes that we uh, that we have left, uh, do either of you have any last-minute ideas or uh, information for our listeners about Rotary? I think, again, Mike, the main thing that I really want to impart is, number one, is, is that this is a great group of people, uh, so I think you should seriously consider membership um, because, number one, is a great group of people who have the purpose of service, that's again the main the main focus of Rotary. So if you have service in your heart and some fire in your belly for service, this is a great organization to get involved with. Because not only, like I said before, do we do service, but again, it's it's networking, it's fellowship. Uh, there's so much so much fun, and you and again, you develop great friends. I mean, some some people now are very very good friends of mine who certainly I didn't know six years ago um, that I now consider to be very very good friends and. And that's happened because of Rotary, and it's and again, it's not just the the Thursday meetings, but it's also that working hand in hand and next to each other on projects and and uh, people who you know at times we sit there and think there's no way this person or 
even myself can uh, can, can swing that sledgehammer and and uh, put up fence posts and uh, you know build a dock and there we all are out there working together to get that done and that creates a lot of camaraderie and a lot of friendship while at the same time you're accomplishing something good for people in this community who need some benefit. Our motto, service above self, is truly that we all live it and try to live it every day, and we are hands-on in this city. So take advantage of us. Come visit. The other thing thing I wanted to say is, Mike, is we always stress ethics, and I think that's really important. We have what's called the four-way test of is it the truth, is it fair to all concerned, will it build goodwill and better friendships, and will it be beneficial to all concerned? And that, again, is an important part of what we do. We say it every week, and hopefully we all live it every week. And so that's important, too. Business is important, but hopefully everybody's doing it in an ethical way. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Jane, for being on the show today. Uh, I'm going to be giving each one of you a copy of the uh, Sandler book, The 11 Insights uh, and Sandler Principles, which has risen to the number one position on the Amazon Amazon, uh, website. And uh, it's also number one on the uh, Wall Street Journal list. Uh, Again, thanks for uh, being on the show. Thanks, Mike, for allowing us on here and uh, giving us an opportunity to talk a little bit more about Cincinnati Rotary. Thank you, Mike. Good. And, Scott, uh, take it away. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400.